Well, good morning and uh, welcome to, to, to Christchurch for the talk this, this morning. We're looking at the series of Faithful and Fruitful, and today we're looking at uh, being faithful and fruitful when you're in a rut. But I want this session to be really, really practical, really basic and really practical. You know, I was online on Wednesday and I read an article on Reddit by a woman <clears throat> and she was complaining about lockdown and she said this, being surrounded by slight dysfunction isn't really ideal for me and I started to feel demotivated and very depressed. Thus, I found myself in quite a rut. I've attempted to get out of this rut and to try and perform my regular routine again, but every time I fall into the, the, the trap of, of laziness and procrastination and I want to get out of this hole. Now, I don't imagine that this woman is alone in her situation, alone in her feelings. I know to a certain extent I can re relate to her, and I'm sure maybe there's lots of us who could relate to her. <clears throat> but I want to tell you that there's hope in this situation. And I want to look at how we can have hope this morning, whatever our rut might be, whatever it might look like. I want to tell you about a world-renowned clinical psychologist and what he says about ruts. He's called Jordan Peterson. And if you, you go online to YouTube and, and put in his name, he's got hundreds of hours of lectures online or you can buy any of his books. He's a phenomenal guy with got a lot of helpful stuff on this subject and others. And this is what he says about how we feel about, about ourselves. And it may sound strange at first, but he says that often, when people are, are feeling down, they get false comfort from people. When people say to them, you're okay as you are. You're okay as you are. You see, that sounds nice. It sounds empathetic, but it's not. It can actually be crippling for people. If you're in a, a bad place, if you're feeling low self-esteem, feeling hideous, feeling you know that life's not worth living for whatever reason, and somebody tells you, you're okay as you are, there's no escape. It's, it can be crushing. And he says, don't pe tell people they're okay as they are. 99.9% of us are not okay as we are. There's a better version of ourselves out there. There's better possibilities. And I wanna encourage you that this morning as well. I wanna encourage you to say, don't accept where you are currently at. Accept this is where I am, but maybe I'm not going to stay here. Whatever your rut is, you have to accept the reality that this is my current situation, but there is hope. You can be faithful and you can be fruitful in that situation. So I'm going to go through three things that you can do to help you get out of a rut and to help you be the person that you could be and dream of being. The first one is this, and this sounds confusing, but it's not. The first one is this, aim low. Don't aim high, aim low. Don't aim down, aim up, but aim low. Let me explain what I mean by that. Imagine if you woke up one day and thought, I want to run a marathon. So okay, tell me what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get out of my bed, and I'm gonna run eight miles this morning. You get out of your bed, and you start running 
and after half an hour you think, I am shattered, and you give up. Because you've aimed way too high, way too early. But perhaps what you should do is say, actually this morning what I'll do is I'll walk 100 yards. I'm going to aim low, and I'm going to achieve it. And then the next morning, maybe I'll walk 200 yards. And maybe the following week, you might jog 100 yards. And maybe the following week, you might jog a mile. And maybe in three months' time, you might actually jog that eight miles. But you aim low, and you keep raising the bar. So don't get me wrong, aiming low is not about not seeking high goals. It's about breaking them down to make them achievable. So for example, you may say, I'm really struggling in prayer. I'm going to pray for one minute today. One minute. I mean, you might do that for a whole week. And then maybe the following week you might think, you know, I'm going to aim a bit higher. I'm going to raise the bar. I'm going to pray for two minutes. And you achieve that, your self-esteem goes up, your motivation goes up, your accomplishment goes up, and slowly you build up. And the sky is the limit if you make your goals achievable and steadily raise the bar. So point number one is aim low and get success. And that may be different for different people. It may be, I'm going to read one verse of the Bible today. And tomorrow, I'll read another verse of the Bible. And the next day, I'll read another verse. And slowly you can increase that. Or it may be more basic. Today I'm going to get out of bed. And tomorrow, I'm going to get out of bed again and I'm going to get dressed. And after a few days of getting out and getting dressed, maybe you might make your bed. And once you've done that a few days, maybe you might tidy your floor drop. And you make steady progress by aiming low, hitting the goals, and then moving the bar. Second thing I want to say, which is also slightly uh, unusual, only compare yourself to your previous self and your hopes of your future self. We have massive trouble and we get ourselves stuck in these ruts when you compare yourself to somebody else. Oh, I wish I was like this person who could pray for five hours a day. Oh, I wish I could run a marathon in two and a half hours. That is no point in doing that. Compare yourself to your previous self and look at improving that situation. Day by day, improve yourself. Make the effort to make yourself better. You see, our modern culture uh, goes against uh, what I'm saying. It says to teenagers and people in their 20s, oh, you're wonderful, you've got it all made, you're everything sorted for you. Let me tell you, that's not the case. Somebody who's 18, 20, 25, 30, 40, has still got 40, 50, 60, 70 years of learning, of developing, of becoming the best version of themselves they can be. There's no way you're the best version of yourself when you're 15, 20, 25, 30. Most of us never achieve that. But compare yourself to your previous self and improve. You see, we always think that people, other people are far better than ourselves. But the vast majority of us are wearing masks, often. And we don't know what's going on behind these masks. We don't know the issues and hassles that other people are dealing with. And to be honest, that's their journey, it's their issues. You have to deal with your journey and your issues. So compare yourself to what you were yesterday and look at improving it for tomorrow and keep doing that. 
Final thing. An encounter with Jesus can give us the impetus we need. You see, in our reading, we had Zacchaeus, who was obviously in a rut. He wasn't happy with his life. He was rich, but he wasn't content. Outwardly, he looked sorted, but inwardly, he was in turmoil. But he did something about it. He had a problem, he was short. He didn't sit in a corner and complain and blame his parents or blame society. He did something about it. He climbed a tree. But he put himself in a place where he could encounter Jesus. And he did encounter Jesus. And the rest, as they say, is history. You know what happened. An encounter with God, Father, Son or Holy Spirit, can be instantly life transforming. But for the majority of us, it's an ongoing relationship which helps us pull out of these ruts. But we need to be open to hearing from God, from receiving his guidance and be willing to listen and do what we hear. But putting yourself in a place to hearing from God can help you in your journey of getting out of these ruts and remaining faithful to God and fruitful. I just want to mention just one thing about Zacchaeus as a slight side. You know, Zacchaeus often gets a bad press, but there's absolutely nothing in the passage that says that he actually stole or cheated from anyone. He says if he has cheated anyone, cheated anyone, he will pay them back four times. He gave away half his wealth, half his capital instantly and said, if I have cheated anyone, I will pay them back four times. That is gobsmacking. Not I will sort them out and give them interest. I'll pay them back four times. That is a man who with an encounter with Jesus sowed unbelievable uh, grace, humility, love. I want to encourage us to look at that and look what we can learn from that about our encounters with others. You know, there are many different ruts that we can be in in our lives, be it spiritual or psychological or emotional or practical. And I want to encourage you today to do three things to get yourself out of these ruts. One, don't accept your current situation as your long-term situation. It doesn't have to be. Have a higher opinion of yourself and take the steps we discuss. Two, aim low and keep on raising the bar. And three, be open to hearing from Jesus, to accept his guidance. Now, if this morning you are somebody who just is at the top of a mountain, there's no ruts anywhere near you, you can be a blessing to others by helping them with these three steps, by encouraging them to look forward to, to set a low bar, achieve it, and keep on progressing. Don't compare themselves to you, but compare themselves to themselves and encourage them to seek regular contact and guidance from, from God so that they can go on that journey together. Thank you.